Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're on a journey right now, and when you start on that journey, you begin to find out quickly that everybody's not going to go with you on the journey, but that's not too terribly important, and it takes you a while to learn that that's not important because having people to go with you on the journey is not as important as getting to the destination because people are not your destination. So though they are a wonderful company to have with you while you walk, you must understand that they are not your goal. And if you make people your goal, then your journey is over. And your pride is frivolous, and your gain is limited. You must recognize that the most that people can ever be is company on the trip. But they are not the pursuit, and they are not the pride. And if you make people the pride, you will always end up unhappy. Some of you are unhappy right now in the middle of the holidays because you have made people the prize. You've made someone's human the goal. You've made their love and affection the apple of your eye. And how you feel about yourself and about your life is totally predicated upon how they feel and react to you. But you're not wise. Because wise men still see Jesus. Yeah. Wise men seek Jesus, and I would suggest to you that it's not always easy to be wise. No matter how educated you are, how intellectual you are, as you walk along, you discover, my, my mother would use this term, it's not even a word, she created this word, it's called foolchism. <laughs> foolchism. You, you won't find it in the dictionary, but, but, but mama used it as a word. Foolchism was, was foolishness down in you, that, that you still find areas in your life that you're foolish. You can get older and have gray hair and still be immature. <laughs> Crow feet, you have the whole crow on your face. And still be immature. <laughs> you just hear what I meant. <laughs> still be immature. It takes you a long time to begin to recognize where you are. And one of those signs of immaturity is when you make people your goal. And when they are your goal, you'll always be miserable. Sooner or later, it may take you 50 years to figure this out, but we are trying to see Jesus. Not people. Not careers. Not finances. All of that is just fuel for the trip. But if that is the pursuit of your life, if the pursuit of your life is to finally get to a certain amount of money, if, even if you get there, you'll find out that it's not what you thought it was. If the pursuit of your life is to see how many degrees you can get without, without your mercury cracking the, the thermometer, you, you'll find out that you, you've collected a lot of papers, but it doesn't bring necessary fulfillment. Fulfillment comes when you begin to understand what you really came to seek. And these wise men were clear. Though they had been entertained by Herod and lived in palaces, they knew that this was not it. They said, we've got to keep on walking. We, we stopped here for some rest, but we have to keep on walking. And I suggest to you that you can't stop. You can't build a house at a pit stop. 
and make that place the goal. You have to keep on walking. No matter how luxurious, no matter how nice it is, they said, we want to see Jesus. They said, well, how, how are you going to find him? They said, we saw a star, a star. I want to talk a little bit about the star. The star, in order to see a star, clearly it needs to be dark. I mean, it, it, it's very difficult to walk out there now and see a star. It's not impossible, but pretty close, because stars don't show up in the day. They show up in the night. And if you're going to be led by a star, you have to be prepared to travel in the night. I want to say to you as a Christian that if you really got faith, you got to walk in the dark. You gotta walk in the dark when the shadows are up and the lights are dim and you have to keep on walking through dark places. And I know, I know red dresses and all, some of you are still going through some dark places. Yeah, ho ho and Christmas gifts and Mahalia Jackson singing Silent Night, but when all of this is over, you are still going through some dark places. Reindeer painted on your window and all of that kind of stuff, but you're still going through some dark places. And that's why I thank God for the star, that, that light in the middle of the night, that, 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 that direction, that hope, that, that compass, that, that sign from God in a midnight experience. I'm still with you, I'm still aware of you, and I'm still leading you to the dark places in your life. Good neighbor, just, just let's take a quick poll and ask them, do you have a star? I don't have to ask you, do you have a night? Because if you're sitting here, I know you've got a night. I don't have to ask you, has it ever been dark? Because if you're sitting here, I know it's been dark. I don't have to ask you, are you on a journey? Because if you're breathing, you're on a journey. But I want to know, do you have a star in the middle of your night, in the dark places? There's something that you can look to. Without that star, you are hopeless, wandering around in the paraphernalia of life, fooling with the dark debris of human Opinions lost in the maze and the mayhem of what's going on in our community next. But if you have a star, there's something that leads you past people, through people, around people, beyond people, because the star keeps reminding you, I may be here, but this is not it. I may have to deal with you, but this is not it. I thank him for the star. Because I, I find that really, really called people, great people, called to greatness must be night walkers. Now, 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 wait a minute, because some of you have had your life on hold for years, waiting on daybreak. And you say, as soon as things get better, I'm going to start walking. Well, I don't, I don't want to be negative. I want to be positive. I want to be encouraging. I'm, 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 I'm trying to be motivational, but, but I hate to tell you this. This is a long night. It's a long night. And if you wait on daybreak before you start your journey, you will never get anywhere. If you're going to do anything, if you're going to have any kind of marriage, if you're going to have any kind of life, if you're going to have any kind of joy, you've got to be a night walker. You've got to be prepared to make the journey at night and follow the star. The star is given for people who don't use night for excuses. 
The star is what God gives you to compensate for all the things that you don't have, all the advantages that you didn't get. I, I want to talk a minute about compensation. Oh, because he's so good at compensating you. I, 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 before I talk about compensation, let me first say that life is not fair. Life is not fair, and, and, and no one got everything that they should have gotten out of their life. It is not fair. It is not an equal opportunity. Things don't always turn out right. It's not fair that you grew up the way you grew up. It's not fair that your marriage isn't working out any better than it is. It's not fair that your children don't appreciate you or that your parents aren't there for you or whatever it is that you're dealing with. It is not fair, and you can sit down and cry your night away and cry your eyes out and spend the rest of your life bitter about what you didn't get, or you can shut up your, count up your losses and say, Lord, I'm going to go forward, and if you make up your mind, if you make up in your mind that you want to go forward, God has a way of compensating you. Good. God have mercy. Tell me what God 
ask for me. I'm going to go out and find it. I'm running out of time, and I'm running out of life, and I'm running out of strength. I'm tired of making mistakes. I'm tired of making wrong turns. And so if anybody can give me any kind of navigational system that would navigate me through all of the options and choices that I could make and show me clearly how to get from point A to point B, I want to hear about it. And so at the risk of disrespecting your religiosity, I'm not as concerned about preaching about the Christ as I am about preaching about the star. For years you knew it was out there, but it's not enough to know it's out there if you don't know how to find it. And yes, I thank God for Jesus, but perhaps even more, I thank him for the star, because having the Lord in the world wouldn't be enough if I couldn't find the Lord in the world I'm in. And so I thank them. The pain in your eye that keeps pulling you through. Have you ever noticed how God keeps pulling you through? Adversity mayhem, misfortune, bad news, calamities, disasters, afflictions, bad attitudes, disorientations, weaknesses, mistakes, enemies, assassins, liars, whoremongers, backbiters, hypocrites, and yet somehow other. He keeps on pulling you through. It's amazing. I'm like, Paul, I count myself to apprehend it. I'm not even there yet. But this one thing I do, forgiving those things which are behind and reaching to those things which are before, I thank God I'm still in the press. I had to cry, but I'm still in the press. I made some mistakes. But I'm still in the press. I fell off my knees, but I'm still in the press. I lost some friends, but I'm still in the press. I lost some money, but I'm still in the press. Lost my car, but I'm still in the press. Lost my house, but I'm still in the press. Lost some family, but I'm still, oh God, I thank you, because I'm still in the game. I might not be there, but I'm still in the game. Let out this devil know. Look up. 
society. An upward gaze causes you to have an outward walk. You can't have a progressive walk with a downward gaze. They kept looking up. I want to say to you, keep looking up. They followed the star wherever it went. If it meant going across water, I can swim. If it means going up a hill, I can climb. If it means going through a desert, I got my campaign. But I will do anything but quit. Anything but quit. They follow the star. Cognizant of the fact that the star appears to be moving. They're following the star. And the Bible says when they saw the star, what it literally means is when they saw the star set, they said, there's the place. There comes a time in your life where the star was set. (laughs) See, I spent a lot of my time preaching the gospel. 25 years of my life preaching the gospel. Most of my life preaching about the journey. Preaching about the journey. Preaching about the journey. Preaching about the journey. Preaching about Job's trials and and Saul being changed to Paul. Preaching about Joseph and how his brothers treated him and how he went down and how they rejected him, how part of his wife died on him. And I preached for years before I knew that the star will set in your life. See, if there was a place that Joel did go through everything he went through, but he came out too. And, and when he came out, he came out never to go back in again. Saul, Saul was a murderer, but he didn't remain a murderer. He ended up an apostle and spent the rest of his life in an apostolic order. And Joseph went through a whole lot of changes. And he went through a bad season in his life. And he had to follow the star through the night. But when he came out of prison that last time, he came out that last time and came to the house of Pharaoh. He never went back through what he had been through ever again. And I never hear anybody talking about the star setting in Joseph's life. I hear them talking about Joseph's journey, Joseph's struggles, Joseph's trauma, but nobody tells you that they're in the place where everything levels out. There is a place where you come to a point where you're comfortable in your own skin. There is a place where you know who you are, you know who's you are, you know where you're going. There is a place where everything mellows out and the wicked cease from troubling and the weary shall be at rest. There is a place that you're not always trying to find yourself, come to yourself, get over your mess, clean up your mistakes, overcome your outlook. There is a place where you level out and you get there and you stay there. The Bible said that when they saw the star, they were glad. Is there anybody in the room who feels like you're finally coming 
know where you are. You know what God is doing in your life. You, you may not have preached it yet, but you can see it. You, 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 you can see it. I'm telling you, there's nothing you can do with a person when they get to that place. Because first of all, if you're threatened with trouble, you're not dealing with a rookie. You're dealing with a veteran. They've already been through trouble. They've already had a hard time getting there. They've already struggled to get to the place. So you can't threaten them with the journey. Been there. Done that. Got T-shirt. You cannot give them anything that makes them any happier than they already are. Because when you have a lifetime of hell and you finally level off, you're so glad that you survived long enough to finally see something settle down in your life. guide the wise man. He is guiding you through. Keep looking towards heaven and know that you're set for being ordered by the Lord. Thank you so much for joining us today. We pray that God's goodness and mercy will follow you everywhere you go. See you next time.
When waiting for your breakthrough, remember, Jesus is your hope for tomorrow. Lord, with you that are carried depression far too tired what I already carried. I carried your song. I took your weapon for you. For the gift of the ministry of any size, you will receive Bishop Jake's message for Unto Us on CD, as well as our fresh vision for 2018 calendar. And when your gift is $90 or more, you will receive the inspirational three CD series, Your Hope for Tomorrow, the Miracles Still Happen DVD series, and calendar. However, when your gift is $140 or more, you will receive your hope for tomorrow. The Miracles Still Happen DVD series, our fresh vision calendar, and this significant Joshua 24 art display. For you, failure is not an option because Jesus is your hope for tomorrow. During this time of year, we are reminded of how important it is to share God's love with others. And it can be in a small way, like a simple gift. Just our way to say, I love you, and Sing a child life like up when they open up the toy, gives my heart great joy. So whether you are giving to a loved one or a stranger, know that your kindness and generosity is truly making Through the whole year of pouring out to other people, I use this to come and get filled back in. You don't just get one expert. You get many experts. So learn what people walk through. It teaches all kinds of things, which is absolutely incredible. I really feel like they thought about every type of leader in some type of way. Make plans to take your leadership to the next level by registering at pastorsandleaders.org. We can't wait to see what God has in store for you in 2018. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Christmas extravaganza. We've got something very special wrapped up for you. A gift of holiday cheer that will lift your spirit and warm your heart. A Joni Christmas extravaganza only on V-Star. Did you know that taking donations at V-Star can help reduce your taxes? And what you donate is up to you. Your donations are deductible. Now is the time to sow a seed into this dynamic ministry. Call, log on, or email gifts at vstar.com. Let prayer and meditation lead your journey. Reflection. Daily. On Daily Time. Oh, night so calm, stars fill your skies. Love is born and lifts up his eyes. But wonders will this birth reveal. What glory makes the nations kneel? What purpose stand? Prepare the way for the Savior on this Christmas Day. Today's generation, they star their home for big television. They star experience The following program is sponsored by Friends of Light Outreach International.
On April 15, 2013, Rebecca Gregory and her five-year-old son were cheering on a friend running in the Boston Marathon when a bomb exploded only three feet away. Now, I remember everything from that. I remember my own bones were laying next to me on the sidewalk. I remember that I was in a pool of my own blood, and my left leg was on fire, and there were nails and babies and ball bearings and everything that these brothers packed into these pressure cooker bombs. Next on Life Today. Rocks 
was pushing it because we were on asphalt. <laughs> but to a five-year-old, that was cool. And so Noah sat down on my feet, and I was thinking I could see our runner. He wasn't going to get lost in this crowd of half a million people. And so he sat there with his back against my shins, and that's exactly where he was when the bomb in the backpack went off right behind us. All right, so your leg, obviously, especially the left leg. Yes. How many pieces of shrapnel are still in your body? There's so much shrapnel still there four years later, and so I've had at least 40 surgeries just devoted to getting those shrapnel pieces out. But, you know, there there are some that they can't justify other operations just yet, and so it's an ongoing process. But you've got another surgery coming up because of one that is serious, and you know that can continue. How many surgeries have you had overall, total surgeries? 67 overall. Man, we're going to be out praying. Everybody be praying for the next one and for any of them that come afterwards. All right, now, what happens to Noah as a result of sitting at your feet? Had he been standing? Well, I think he would have been killed because everything's going to blast right into his, his little head. So what happened? I was essentially the shield for him, so I took everything in the back the legs, and that's ultimately what saved his life. And Noah had a cut to his bone on his right leg that they were able to stitch up. He had a piece of shrapnel grazed the back of his head, so he has a small little bald spot. But that same little boy who was three feet from a bomb is now 10 years old. We just celebrated his birthday, and he's going out for the basketball team totally fine. Don't so, you thank God for that. That is God watching over him. That's exactly what it was. And there were angels all around us that day. And I felt that even laying on the ground. And, you know, I remember everything from that. I remember my own bones were laying next to me on the sidewalk. I remember that I was in a pool of my own blood. And my left leg was on fire. And there were nails and babies and ball bearings and everything that these...
Yeah. <laughs> 
Download the free Stingray Music mobile app.
is all in Rick.
do, Lord God. Lord God, waken our spirits, Lord God. Quicken us to obey your will and your way. Watch over us as we go throughout this day, even as we travel, Lord God. I pray for traveling grace and mercy, Lord God, that you will keep your protective arms all around us. Even as we go to our jobs, Lord God, let your Holy Spirit usher in, Lord God, into the builders of around us, Lord God, and all those who will be around us, Lord God. We ask you to bind up the attack of the enemy, anything that he has plotted and planned, Lord God. It is not your will nor your way for our lives. But, Father God, your ways that we prosper and be in health, Lord God, even as our souls prosper. Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you will just anoint Sam right now, Lord God, so that he can break the bread of life, Lord God, that you have given to him this day. Lord God, let him be diligent about the work that he do, Lord God. Let him move, Lord, with an expeditious spirit, Lord God, so that he can just speak the words, Lord God, because somebody's lives are going to be changed this day, Lord God. The atmosphere is going to be changed all around us, Lord God, for the friends that are being sent up around the house. Father God, we ask you to cover all my sisters and brothers, Lord God. Brother Mark, Sister Erica, Sister Felicia, Sister Lisa, Renee, and the many other, Lord God, of whom names I do not remember Pam, Lord God, and just watch over them, cover and keep them throughout the day. Let them experience, Lord, have experience with you, Lord God, so that their lives will be changed, Lord God. Their lives will be new, Lord, renewed, Lord God, and that their spirits will be quickened to be obedient to what you have called them to do. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, that you have given us a time where we can pray, Lord God, a time where we can commune and just sit down and sup with you, Lord God. We thank you for the words that have been printed in the Bible, Lord God. Let us open up our Bibles, Lord God, and read what you have to say for us, Lord God, and ask for wisdom and knowledge and understanding, Lord God, the understanding of peace that surpasses all our understandings, Lord God. We pray for those who have not yet been saved in the Lord God, those who are unsaved, Lord God. Those who are going by their own way, Lord God, seeking their own plans, but it's not your counsel, Lord God, that shall get for their lives. Lord God, only your counsel will stand, Lord God, in these trying times. Lord God, we pray for our land, Lord God, that you will cover and keep and protect us all, Lord God, from all dangers and seen and unseen. Lord God, we pray for those who are in high authorities, Lord God, making laws and rules, Lord God, for your people, Lord God, but considering not, Lord God, that the poor are still here with them, Lord God. We ask that you open up their hearts and their minds and their eyes, Lord God, so they can see, Lord God, that we are your children, Lord God, and we are the sheep of your pastures, Lord God, and we are feeding off your word, Lord God, for it shall come to pass, Lord God, for it's been written in heaven, Lord God, that the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Father God, it's evident how you're bringing down all those mighty men, Lord God, in, in, in these high places, Lord God. You expose them for the deeds that they've done, Lord God, that wasn't of you. But Father God, you are elevating, Lord God, the small man, Lord God, and bringing them to the forefront so that they can to do the, the work that has been assigned for them to do. Lord God, cover, keep us, and protect us throughout this day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Combustion, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, Holy Spirit, we praise our name. Yes, Lord, we praise our name. Everything is coming together. Mm. Thank you, God. Everything is coming together. Yes, Lord, we praise thy name. Stand firm, trust, believe, and move. Mm. And watch me be God. Oh, shut it up, out. Move in the fullness of my spirit. Mm. Let my presence overtake and cover you. Shout out the Move in me, says the Lord. Allow my presence to fill you up. You'll get a greater understanding of why. Allow my presence to fill you up. It will fill the voids, the scars, the hurts, the pains, the cracks and the crevices in your heart, in your life. Allow my spirit to move inside of you so I can begin to reveal to you who I am, what's really going on, what's beneath that which you're looking at. As you allow me to move, to permeate, you're gaining a greater trust in my word. Mm, mm, mm. You're gaining a greater trust in me, says the Lord. Mm. Now watch me be God. You've chosen to use my word as your shield and your buckle. Come on, Father God. You've chosen to use my word to cover and to keep you. When, when you've chosen to use my word to guide yourself, you've chosen to use my word to keep you in troubled times, to give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. To make a way out of no way. You've chosen to let me be Jehovah Jireh, your provider. Jehovah Nisi. The great I am God. You've chosen to allow me to be all that you need in your life, so I am moving in that capacity. You've chosen to let me be your comforter, your friend. Mm. Mm. Jesus. Wow. 
Wow, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Oh, Father God. I got to praise him right now. I got to praise him right now. I got to praise him right now. I got to praise my God right now. Who said that? I got to praise my God right now. I got to praise my God right now. Yes, yes, praise him. But he alone is worthy. Oh, give
He's the great I am God. Yes, he is. Yes, hey. He's the great I am God. Yes. Wow. Yes, Lord. You know, man, and I'm recognizing this more. I guess it even ties into uh, what I talked about on Sunday. I don't know if you're on or not. Yeah, I did. I, I was on for a minute. You know, I, I'm not clearly at the point of Paul. Well, I'm rejoicing for my trials and my tribulations, but I am definitely at the point that I'm appreciating them. I ain't trying to say I like them. But I appreciate them because I see what it's done and what it's doing in my life. And if it had not been for all the hell, the anguish, the cussing, the madness, the hurt, it would not have developed what's inside of me because, dude, sometimes I'd be like, what to do, really? Right. I was talking to somebody the other day about, you know, this is what we try, you know, getting ready to try to do this at number. And it's funny, Arthur, I be, I'm beginning to hear unbelief in people. When you know what, I, I, you know, I'm, begin, I, I'm beginning to see it. Because in the Word of God, Jesus said he saw his face. Well, if he saw his faith when they lured that man down so he, he could heal, he could also see when you don't have the faith. And, and I never would have thought that, you know, I just, you know, those are words that we read, but when you start getting to a certain level and you start hearing and seeing things on a whole other level, you're like, hmm, hmm. You know, I was talking to somebody and I could, I, I could feel the wavering. I said, no, well, it's going to happen. And I was like, wow. It wasn't like it, no, no, it's going to happen because it's time. I understand. I understand all that. And this is what God wants to happen. So it's going to happen. So now we just got to figure out how. We just got to tap into him and get the revelation. But it's going to manifest. And it's, it's just interesting, man, because I'm going back to when I was crying and screaming and cussing and God, help me. And all Now I'm like, okay, Lord, what, what you need to be done? I don't know the details. I'm not worried about the details. You're going to work all that out. So that's yeah. how you're going to do it. What's the first step? Because it ain't going to get to the manifestation until I take that first step. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Oh, Lord. You know, got me started, Mr. Richardson. I wasn't trying to do that this early in the morning. Well, hey, it's the Lord's will. It's the Lord's will. Hey. Hey, you got to go with his will. And you're right. And, 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 you know, if you just sit back and look, you see where people do start to doubt. Mm-hmm. And they can have a lot of unbelief to come in, to come in and to take a bold. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, but when you're praying and you're mm-hmm. asking the Lord and you're seeking the Lord's face, that, that, that doubt cannot stay there. We all get to that point mm-hmm. at some point. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's only, that's the human nature. Yeah, right, right, right. That's how I See, exactly. That's what, what Thomas went through. He went to doubt. But that was his human nature. But thank you, Lord God. He said, but bless us. But he told Thomas, he, he, you, you believe now because you've seen. But blessed are they who, who have not seen and believe. Amen. 
feet. That's the thing. Lord Amen. God, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I know that you're going to get it done. Amen. Come on now. I don't have to know why, how, when, where, why. I'm just trusting you because I trust oh, you. God, yeah, they're going to say In the world, that's the way we're foolish. Yes. You know, that's called faith. And faith is what moves God to come on. Because he cannot make his word can he return to him void. Lord, I know you're going to bring me through this. I know you're going to see me through this. Even when I get weak, Lord God, that's when you become strong. Hey, so remove me out the equation, Lord God, and have thine own way. That's what we we got to talk to him like that. Mm-hmm. Come on, now. We got to talk to him just like that. Have thine own way, dear Heavenly Father, in Ooh. my life. Mm-hmm. In my family life. We have to pray for those who, who, who ain't yet saved. Mm-hmm. Come on. Because everybody in our family ain't saved, although we would like to think so. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people act. That's called acting and pretending. But when you truth to true to who you are and who know whose you are, hey, you already already won the victory. Amen. Yes, yes, Lord God. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father. Feed our spirit, feed our faith. By faith that you please God. <laughs> I'm looking at this school teacher's parents. Uh, she said, "Be true." So we gotta be true to who we are. Hey, be true in your walk, <clears throat> not pretending. <clears throat> This thing is for real. Come on now. It's very real. Very real. If you don't believe it, try it. Okay. That's all you got to do is try it. You know, and what's good? When it becomes more real to you than all the other stuff that we used to say is real, all the other stuff we used to get caught up in, but when his word becomes more real, when his way becomes more real, when the supernatural becomes more real than the natural, that's what you were touching on something there. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? It's open. Give me a few Give me a few minutes. Let me get in
Well, I guess I'm going to get the list so we can do the list. Okay, let me get uh, more Sakara, Please get a go say she'll go say she'll go mm, quicker than you think, son. Mm. Quicker than you think because you stood on my word. My word is going to manifest because it can't come back to me, boy. Praise my God. Woo! Shout out, boy. Ka, ka, ka. I glorify you for that. I thank you for that. Karamboskere kasada. Shandrandu go say she'll go say she'll
in a good mood today, but we're going to get her out of that. So she can't be screaming at me. Huh? That's only, she can't be screaming at me. I'm not going to allow it. That's nothing but the devil, but we bind him in the name of Jesus, and he's going to flee from us. That's right. All right. And I know there's some days that you just don't feel like it, but see, that's the devil got a hold of you. Find that stuff. And make some coffee. Do you have anything in mind you want to have today? No. No? Whatever you think. <laughs> it's going to be good. Yeah, thanks so, Sam. She had fun last week helping me clean her flower box. She liked the way we clean the flower box and we clean the mirror, all the trays. Yeah. I just have to finish it. We'll get it done. Benny Freed, 
пушки до следующего следующего сорга рубовки сакра бранишон пушки до
Change lady. Who's gonna go switch it to go switch it to Saka? Tehran, change lady. Diana, walking lady. Gas station boy. Brandon, another Reggie friend. Danny Scott and Judith. Danny Scott, okay. Barbara Chinkin, switch to go 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 switch to Lana Washington, hold on, you should go switch to go switch to go surrender. Under the station, you go switch to Saga. Under the station, Saga, Saga, Saga. Iris Daniel, switch to go switch to go switch to go switch to Saga. Switch to go switch to go switch to go switch to Saga. Switch to go switch to go switch to Saga, Saga, Saga. Iris Daniel's bike boy, Warren family. Switch to go switch to go switch to go switch to Saga. Push Kuru Gosushi Gosushi Saga, Saga, Sakraja, Sakra, Jamal Bridges. Push Kuru Gosushi 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 Saga, Push Kuru Gosushi 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 Saga, Push Kuru Gosushi Gosushi Saga, Sakra. Stephanie, Push Kuru Gosushi 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 Saga, Push Kuru Gosushi Gosushi Saga, Push Kuru Gosushi Gosushi Saga, Saga, Sakra, the Reddick family. Push Kuru Gosushi 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 Saga. Push me to go station to go station to go station to go Push me to go station to go station to go station to go station to go go station to go station to go station to go go station to go station to go Saga, 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 Saga,
Tony Brooklyn. Who's gonna go say she go say she saga? Who's gonna go say she Tony? Tony Brooklyn. Who's gonna go say she saga? Tony Aina. Who's gonna go Boston and Brandon go say she go saga? Gandaka. Who's gonna go Braska? Sakra. Kamaskari. Who's gonna go say she go say she saga? Who's gonna go say she saga? Saga. Sakra. Lisa Brown. Who's gonna go say she go say she saga? Who's gonna go say she go saga? Saga. Sakra. Mastermind group, who's gonna go say she goes say she to Gosaga? Who's gonna go say she to go say she to Gosaga? Who's gonna go say she goes say she to Saga? The Saga, Saka. Sorry, you got one in the church. Who's gonna go say she goes say she to Saga? Who's gonna go say she goes 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 President Obama, Ronda Gossi, Gossi, Still in college, you run this for the negotiation negotiation saga. Run the negotiation negotiation saga. Run the negotiation negotiation saga. You might be doing it. Negotiation negotiation saga. Saga, Sakrasa, Sakra. Donald Trump, who's going to go station negotiation saga? 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 ファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガーファーガ
Connie Brooks, who's going to be a special association of the special saga? Push the negotiation of the session saga. Push the negotiation of the session saga. Push the negotiation of the session saga.
You have Malcolm Martin, Rachel, I say a family member, Monique, Erica Thomas, and Beth, Girl, Erica Church, Bush could have been fishing to go fishing, Saga, Bush could have been fishing to go fishing, Saga, Bush could have been fishing to go fishing, Saga, 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 Church, push to the position of a 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 position Sandra, push to the position of a position of a position of a position Yeah, 
Lord, I know you say in your word to whom much is given, much is required. But God be the glory. That's all I have to say. Because Lord Jesus.
He called night. The light he called dead.
Enjoy Stingray music free on your mobile. Oh, 
word says we are heirs of God and joint heirs of Christ. You and I have been given the key of the kingdom. There's a shaking in the land. Unveiling God's plan by the spirit of revelation and divine orchestration. God has blessed me indeed. Yes, I am kingdom speaking. Oh, yes, I am. Yes, it's the kingdom. I have a spirit of My own position. I remove it. I take And take it together. I
download the free Stingray Music mobile app.
all of me. There was so much on my mind, searching for that peace, the peace I could not find. Then I kneel down to pray, pray, help me please. He said, you don't have to cry, I'll supply all your needs. Don't have to stop worrying, when I let go, when I let go, when I let go. When I let go, when I let God, let Him have There's so much going on. Sometimes I can't find my way, and oftentimes I struggle. Trouble from day to day. I have to realize that it's not my battle. It's not my battle to fight. I have to know if I put it in the head, everything will be alright. Yeah. Sooner than
Even my praise, but through it all. 
Okay. Are you ready to throw down? Yes, I is. All right, anybody on the line? I'm about to switch phones. Yellow. All right. Roske to the Combosque to the Combo, Randy to go Sashi to go Sashi to go Rombosque to the Combo, Randy to go Sashi to Combosque to the Combo, Randy to go Sashi to go Sundan to go Sunday. The gifts in Jesus' ministry. Father God, as we come before you today, Shindoska to Kumbukran to hear from you, Rushka to go Kurambran to reveal to your children that which you want us to know, Yadakonda Let us hear from you, Lord, Rombuska as the word is imparted into each and every one of our lives. Let it go forth to do that which you have called it to do. The word that you send out should not return unto you void. It must perform that which you send it to do. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. Jesus Christ came into this world for one reason, to redeem it from sin. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life, John 3.16. Christ came to conquer this world, to snatch it out of the hands of the devil, and to save us from hell. When Jesus appeared 
to the Apostle John on the Isle of Patmos, he proclaimed that the keys of death and hell were in his hand, Revelations 1.18. Just after his resurrection, he told his disciples, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. That means there is total victory for the body of Christ. As a sideline to this, we have been given the gifts of the Spirit as an aid in winning the world to the Lord Jesus Christ. So, I'm going to go back to this again. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. One of the things that we've been learning as of lately is that God so loved the world, his whole creation, man, animals, the land, because even in his words said the, the, the earth groaneth, it's crying. So it's his creation, which includes man, but it goes beyond man. That's why you, that's why you see the people doing the different things, save the animals, save the trees. Not, and, and, you know, like I said, for me it was a revelation. You know, because I'm like, okay, what this fool? Now, I mean, I'm not trying to tell you to go die for a tree. You know, you're going to stand up there and let them kill you because they're trying to kill this tree. But I got I have gained a greater understanding of why people are doing this because it is God's creation. And things are out of order because when sin came in, it perverted the whole earth. The whole earth. So Christ came to conquer this world, to snatch it out of the hands of the devil and save us from hell. So he came to conquer this whole world, snatch it out of the hands of the devil, and save us from hell. That's what he did. And we're called to be overcomers. Some people have the idea that everything Jesus did was because he was God, but they are 100% wrong. That is totally true. When he walked on this earth, he walked as a man. Not as a God. He disrobed of his deity. He left it up in heaven. He came down here and walked in the same meat suit that you and me have to walk to. That was the only way legally that he could get the keys of hell and death back. He had to seek and lean on God for everything just as we do. He had to seek to find that I do nothing unless I see my Father in heaven doing it. That's how he walked. And that's how it's designed for us to walk. But that's a transition because we have to learn how to get up out of ourselves. Cat, what are you doing? I know. That's messing me up. That cat's crazy. He's trying to, no, he's trying to lay down. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I thought he had his head in the bag. Mm Mm-mm. Some people out there, Jesus did everything because he was God, but they're 100% wrong. The amazing ministry of Jesus Christ is a perfect example of a ministry that functioned within the frameworks of the gift of the Spirit. If Jesus had performed his earthly ministry because he was God, then you and I could not follow his example because we are not God. But the remarkable thing is that he confined his ministry within the framework of the gifts of the Spirit. So Jesus did one thing that you and I did not do, cannot do, and will not do. He walked this earth and he did not sin. We already lost that battle a long time ago. I mean, I might be one of y'all right now that ain't sinned yet. You know, you you know, you 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 been good so far. You know, you know, you ain't had no wrong thoughts. You don't want to slap that person. You don't want to say this that another. You know, you you been good. But for everybody else, we you know missed it somewhere along the way. So we are all guilty of sin. Christ never did. And he did that as a man. And what's even beautiful is he is left to us. Now we are in the dispensation of grace. 
and mercy that we too are able to overcome the world, but the only way that we are able to overcome the world is in and within him. What did I just talk about on Sunday? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It is through him that we are able to do all things, to be the conquerors, the overcomers that he called us to be. I've used the word confined because as the Son of God, Jesus was not required to operate in this framework. He did not have to function through the gifts of the Holy Spirit. He could have chosen another way. As God, he could have spoken world, worlds into existence as he's done in the beginning. But he deliberately confined himself to minister within the limits of the gifts of the Spirit, and he did so for one purpose, that he might be a perfect example to you and me. If he had walked as a God, then he would have, then we would not have been able to be saved. None of that. Remember, it's all about, in this dispensation, it's about a choice. It's about a choice. Right now, God has given us a choice. Do you want to? Do you want? Do you want me or not? Do you want to walk after me or not? Do you want to trust me or not? Didn't say it was always an easy choice. And a lot of times you're put in situations and circumstances like you feel like you got no choice. I can be a living testimony to that one. But ultimately, you do. I said often that it's like you know it's like the sink or swim philosophy. You know it's like you dropped in the ocean. And either you sink or you swim. And it's like you're crying out to God for help. God, help me. God, help. Help. And then finally you see this hand coming, and the hand points you in a direction. He may throw you a light raft. He might throw you a little floating device. But bottom line, he's going to point you in the direction for you to go. See, we want him to come and grab us and say, it's okay, child. I got you, child. That's fine and well when you're a babe. You know, when we were babies in the natural, you know, they came and changed our diapers and fed us. and You know, but when you start getting older, then it's time for you to become responsible for yourself, become accountable. This is your walk. This is your life. This is your mind, your will, and your emotions. It's up to you to get in alignment or not. It's your choice. So God gives us that choice about how we want to walk, how we want to live. And he's not going to override it in this dispensation. And what Jesus did, he did because he was a son of man and used the Holy Spirit to do it, then you and I can do it too. <laughs> if the ministry of Jesus was directed, guided, and energized by the Holy Ghost, then we can have the same kind of ministry because we have the same Holy Ghost. Now, that's, 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 that's powerful, and I hope you get this right now. If what Jesus did, he did because he was a son of man and used the Holy Spirit to do it, then you and I can do it too. Then mm. he even said in his word, greater works than ye should do. So the things that Jesus did, we should do greater. Now, that's, 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 that's a mouthful. That's more than a mouthful. If you really begin to see what he did, and even everything he did is not contained in the Bible. Yeah, that's in the Bible. See, the, the Bible can't contain all the works that he did. But we have the ability. Mm, mm, mm. We have the ability, Shadarako, to do greater. But that greater, who Jesus, is not in you and me in the sense of of what we think and how we feel and what no no that greater is in yielding, learning and allowing God to work through you. 
just what I talked about on Sunday about the gifts of the Spirit and the, and the fruits of the Spirit and exchanging our strengths for His strengths. When I talked about what, matter of fact, let me read that real quick. I probably should have it hopefully in here. But that's how come Jesus was presented to us in the flesh. Mm. Corinthians 12 and 10, it says, Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sakes. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And the word that I talked about, I take pleasure. Let's be real. And I talked about this. Do we really take pleasure in our infirmities, our trials, our tribulations, our persecutions? No, we, we, we don't. But Paul got to the point in his walk that he began to take pleasure. I said this morning, I've gotten to the point that I appreciate it, but I don't really like it. But I understand what he's doing, and I see what it has done in my life and how it's grown in me. But am I at the point that I take pleasure in it? Thank you. No, I'm not. And I talked about the bridge of, because uh, uh, see, as, as again, as grad students, as we get in this walk, not only does he talk about what we're supposed to do, but how we're supposed to do it. We're supposed to take pleasure in it. Well, let's be real, we're not there. That's when I talked about the bridge to get us from going through and then how to go through is the fruits of the Spirit. See, the fruits of the Spirit are available to every believer. Meekness, temperance, humility, long-suffering, those things because the fruit is available. The gifts of the Spirit he gives to you as he wills. The fruit each and every one of us can have. So that's that bridge to get us to the point of, yeah, I'm dealing with this, to get to the point that we take pleasure in our infirmities. And just as Erica said, he came in the flesh as an example that we can do this, that it's possible, because he had to yield to Daddy God, he had to seek Daddy God, he had to see what he's doing, he had to watch everything that he do, he is our example. So, hey, we can do it, but we, we got to be trained by the Holy Spirit in order to do it. We got to lean to the Holy Spirit. We got to allow the Holy Spirit. That is, the, that is the, the pathway that we must walk. And so Jesus was our visual example because spiritually we couldn't get it before him. And Adam messed it up too. Wait, wait. Spiritually we could not get it. We couldn't get it before him. And then after him, it's still a struggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. So, wait a minute, look for him, it wasn't a possibility. After him, it's still a struggle. I'm going to just keep reading. I uh, <sighs> Father God, where am I even at? If what Jesus did, he did because he was the son of man and used the Holy Spirit to do it, then you and I can do it too. If the ministry of Jesus was directed, guided, and energized by the Holy Ghost, then we can have the same kind of ministry because we have the same Holy Ghost. The ministry, okay, let me, let me, let me use some common layman terms. So, you know, because see, you know, because some of us, I ain't got no ministry. I don't know. 
If Jesus walked, talked, thought, moved, lived by the leadership of the Holy Spirit so that he could achieve that which God had ordained for him to achieve, then we are capable of doing the same thing. But we have to seek the Holy Spirit who is our guide, our energizer, our healer, our all-in-all, our comforter, our wisdom, our revelation, our favor, our empower. The same Holy Spirit that guided Jesus on his walk and he overcame the world is the same Holy Spirit that's available to each and every one of us. So we have no excuse. We have no reason. Well, we got reasons. We got a whole bunch of reasons that make sense to us. Like I said, when we get up to to the pearly gates and we get ready to go through the the judgment, when we had that one-on-one with God, and he's going to turn all of our reasons into excuses. That's how come Scripture says your thoughts are not like my thoughts. Your ways are That's not. That's why he's trying to, yeah. He's trying to teach us that our feelings have no place. Well, 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 wait, 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 because feelings have a place, but they need to be subjected to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Because if your feelings are all about you. You say what? If your feelings are all about you. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. I'm, not a, I'm not under subjection of the Holy Spirit. Mm. There's no place. You're right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because the pearly gates is going to be an experience when you try to explain and expound on your feelings and your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Again, and I emphasize, I italicize, I bold your. Mm. If your thoughts and, and because it's going to be your thoughts, your feelings, and, and, and God's going to be like, mm, they're still stuck in self. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. I, I, I got to use that example that Mark, I'm talking about Gully, said the other day. He said him and God was having a discussion, and God said something to him, and Mark is sitting up there, but, 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 but. Jesus is all the way down the street and turn like, what, you you going to come on or what? You going to stand there and keep talking? Mm-hmm. I, I ain't even getting into your foolishness. Now, nah, this is what mm-hmm. I told you. This is the He done went on down the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you talking all that nonsense? He he continues to move. And he might turn around. He ain't going to sit there. He going to turn around and look at you and mm-hmm. like. Because guess what? He's leaving you with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Because he's. He has, he's always with us and communicating with us and, mm-hmm. you know, talking with us. And when it appears that we still want to wrestle with our own thoughts, he's not going to fight you. No. He's going to leave you with him. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Mm. And he's going to continue to do what he do. Tell him, okay, well, I'm going to leave you with your thoughts. And, and understand, not leaving you in the spirit, I'm just going to leave you with your thoughts. Mm. And I'm going to continue to do what I said I was going to do mm. per my word. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. because my word will not return to me void. Must be fulfilled. Now, are you, cho- are you mm-hmm. choosing to line up with it, or do I have mm-hmm. to move and get somebody else? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Mm. And so I'm not going to fight you for it. I, why am I going to fight you on what I already said is true? Mm. Why will I fight you over what I said is? Mm. Because I am the word. Ooh, and yes. I'm going to fight you for what? Mm. I'm not going to fight you over me. I have already laid it out for you. I'm mm. not going to fight you for me. Because I know who I am, and I have proven my in your life. Mm-hmm. So I'm not fighting you for me. I'm not even going to fight you over me. Mm. I've already said it, and it is so. It is finished. Right. It I'll is- let you wrestle with it. If that's what you choose to do. Mm-hmm. But it is so. I've said such. <sighs> and so, and because my word will not return to me void, I will allow you to walk the way you want to walk. And my manif- the manifestation of what I said is so is going to come to pass. Mhm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. You're like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it no more. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna just read. And 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 and, and I'm gonna tell you the re- response or the reaction you're having now. Is what happens when God leaves us with our thoughts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. When you get tired of wrestling with yourself, it's like you're fighting with somebody, and then you all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, what they, they, mm-hmm. what's, uh, it's just me. Mm-hmm. And we we'll like this. And then you start looking around the corner while he walking now. Mm-hmm. He walked down the street, turned the corner. We started to look to see what's going to come, if anything or anyone is going to come around the corner, or no. if he's going to come back. And when we realize that... All right, don't you see I'm trying to tell you, are you with me? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> so it's just like, we, look, we be looking to Jesus? You, 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 you coming back? <laughs> Looking, we still looking. Right, right, right. But, but, so wait a minute. No, wait a minute. And then what we? Cause I know I'm right, and mm-hmm. and and I gotta prove. And you gonna listen? And okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So you be like that. Uh, and so it's it's if I could bring a parallel, it's just like me telling you that I'm going to come pick you up and I'm going to be there at, at, you know, 930. And I do this every day, like clockwork, 930. And I even give you grace and undeserved favor by waiting because you don't ever come out to 945, even 10 minutes to 10 sometimes. But I get to a point to where I say, we, 
I we need when I get there at nine thirty, I need you to be ready coming out because we need to be on our way. Mm-hmm. And because I've given you grace mm-hmm. and I deserve favor of mm-hmm. still waiting for you at nine forty five and ten minutes to ten, you take it for granted that I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue to give you this grace and I deserve favor. You didn't. And one day No you didn't you come out at nine forty five and I left at nine forty. Mm-hmm. And then you trust to be mad that I left him. <laughs> if I get an attitude. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. And remind let me remember. I'm not charging you gas money. I never you've we, been riding. Here we go. See now you I live. haven't charged I haven't charged you anything. You imagine. But because because of who you are I come out of the goodness of my heart, and I kept my word to you. And mm. I was there at 9.30 mm. every single time. Mm. And you still took advantage of my kindness. And still, you would come out at 9.45, and then you start pushing it to come out at 10 minutes to you. And if I let you, you're going to push it and come out at 5 minutes to you or 10 o'clock. And then try to rush me to drive through traffic right. like stuff. <laughs> rush me to drive like a bat out of hell just mm-hmm. so we we can get to a place that if you had come out at 930, as I told you I was going to, I've been coming to do all this time, we would have always been there all time. But it's because you're not driving and any of that, so you begin to blame me. So guess what? How about I just don't come by no more? Mm-hmm. See how 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 you will prepare yourself from that point forward. Mm-hmm. And I ain't even mad at you. I'm just saying I can't continue to be late. Right. I can't continue to defy my word because you are continuing to choose otherwise. Wait, wait. Especially when I recognize that when I leave you, I still gotta mm-hmm. go get somebody else. Gotta get, uh-huh. get some. so mm-hmm. so this is contingent so that everybody can get to that appointed destination at the same time. And you're not yeah. just messing up for me; you're messing up yeah. for everybody. But you're so yeah. confined in your world, you can't yeah. see beyond that. Right. You're right. You're right. And then. When I start, when you start seeing the benefits of what are the blessings mm. of me, you know, doing things for you, then you start getting mad because you feel that I treated you unfairly. Mm. So guess what? Now that you have to take public transportation, you have to leave home at seven thirty mm-hmm. to get there at ten o'clock. When I was, uh, you know, when I was making sure you got there by 10 o'clock, if only you had come out at 930 when I got there, when I arrived. Okay. And I'm still going to be at work on time. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I might even be a little early because I don't have to go out my way <laughs> to come stop and pick you up. Okay. So, yeah. But I owe you because I have a car 
And I said that I was, and I promised you that I was going to do something, but I owe you. Because I said my word, and I'm going to uphold mm-hmm. my word. And as long as I was upholding my word, you didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. But you're not the only person I gave my word to. Mm. That's the thing. That's the thing. You're not the only person I gave my word to. So I have an obligation to many, but Mm -hmm. so caught up in self that you can't see it. Yeah. Wait a minute. Let me. Whoa, whoa. You can't see it, and you most definitely won't and can't understand it. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not going to sit up here and try to debate and talk with you because it's so far beyond you. That's why I walked right. on away and left you to yourself. Because you continue to be self-absorbed. You don't. You can't see any other thing outside of outside of you. Mm-hmm. Even when it's my car. Mm-hmm. It's still all about you. So guess what? Because I made other promises, I got to get going. So wait, wait, wait a minute. So now here comes the birthing of meekness and temperance, fruit of the spirit. Why? Because when I was in myself, I was walking in pride, and there's nothing. But now, because I got to start moving at 7.30 when I could have been moving at 9.30. I got to get out at mm-hmm. 7.30 when I could have been mm-hmm. getting out at 9.30. And it's, I finally get to the understanding that it's my fault. I now mm-hmm. begin to submit my will and my thoughts, and that's where meekness and tempers are beginning to be born in my life. And, and guess what? And, and I, for whatever reason, chose not to receive it until I had to experience it for myself. Mhm. And that's how most of us have this walk. Mhm. He loves us beyond measure, and we still take it for granted. Mhm. Then we look back on it, because you know, I'm, I'm, my thing right now is hindsight is twenty twenty. Oh, that's what he was doing. <laughs> He's been doing this all my life, and I ain't even paid any attention. Mm. Mm. And I look back on all of the opportunities of grace and favor that he allowed me mm. to experience. Mm. Now I see. If what Jesus did, he did because he was son of man and used the Holy Spirit to do it, then you and I can do it too. If the ministry of Jesus was directed, guided, and energized by the Holy Ghost, then we can have the same kind of ministry because we have the same Holy Ghost. We can do the same works Jesus did. Jesus said in John fourteen twelve, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. 
That is hard to believe. But Jesus said it. These greater works cannot be greater in quality. They can only be greater in quantity. Mm. He was saying to the disciples, greater works than these shall you do, because I am, o- I am only one person, you are twelve. And he sent them out to do the same works he did. You and I today are part of these greater works. It should give you courage and strength to know that you are part of the great things God wants you to do in the earth. We are blessed people to be alive during this time. I'm so glad that God permitted me to live and minister today. Jesus functioned under the nine gifts that are in the New Testament. So can we. These gifts of the Holy Spirit are the weapons of our warfare. The instruments we fight with, we fight and win with. They are our victory instruments. Had Christ performed his ministry as God being the Son of God, all of us would have been eliminated because we are not God. If these gifts of the Spirit were for Paul, Peter, Moses, David, Elijah, and Daniel, but not for us today, I would not have the courage to share these things with you. But I have the courage because I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that we can have what Moses and Elijah had. We can do what Peter and Paul did. If these men had done those works because they were specially selected by God to do them, then no ordinary Christian can hope to follow such a pattern. Their stories will be only a divine record that we could read and marvel about. But the same power that was in them is available to you and me. The works that they did, we can do today. In our generation, we can do the same works as Moses and David and Daniel and as Jesus. Why? Because we have the same power of God and the same anointing of the Holy Spirit motivating us that motivated them. This is the purpose of this book. I know that he who was is. I know that he who is will be. There I know yesterdays and there I know tomorrows because he is the mighty I am. Mm. Thank you, Father God. All right, so he's talking about the people in the past that the scriptures writes about Paul, Peter, Moses, David, Elijah, Daniel. We talk about the heroes of the faith. And basically what he's saying is we, too, can be the heroes. We, too, can do these works in and through the leadership of the Holy Spirit, empowered by the Holy Spirit. Let me ask you a question. How are you walking? And I mean that in a sense. Are you walking being led by God? Are you tapping into God when something presents itself? Lord, what do I do about this? Lord, is this from you? Lord, is this the direction you want me to go? How are you walking? 
Are you trusting God, seeking God, allowing God to be God? How are you walking? See, the only way that you will do these greater works is if you are led, anointed, and step in connection with God, his spirit. Just like Erica said, he's going on down the street. You're still stuck, stuck, stuck in self. The moment that you begin to operate out of the flesh, out of your own thoughts, your own desires, what you think and what you're not. See, this is, this is, let's, let's be real about it. This is why we get stuck in this is because it's hard, it's scary, we feel unsure, we don't know, it ain't, it's, it's awkward. I mean, come on, let's be real about all this. Lord, you want me to do what? I, okay, I got to go to the gully right now. Lord, you want me to start this, do this, do that. I ain't even got through the first change, and now you're talking about me doing some more changes, and I got $20 in my pocket. Really, God? And he go, oh, yeah. But 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 can I get myself on my feet? Can I get can I can I get a little get get some aspect something together first? And God says, No, that ain't that's not my plan for you. That's not the way that I need you to do this. <laughs> Jesus. But see, when I let you get on your feet before you did something else, walk totally away from what I asked you to do. Here she go. Wait wait wait. You straddled the fence with me, and you rolled with me a little bit. And then the more I allowed you to be in you Come on. and give you give you what you asked for, mm. guess what you did? Mm. You walked away from me. And so guess what? I know that I can get out of you when you are in the situation you're in right now. So, yes. So so wait a minute. Now that you only got twenty dollars, I'm asking you for a hundred dollars worth of stuff. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Matter of fact, I'm gonna ask you for a million dollar worth of stuff. And because the thing is, when I know you only have twenty dollars, you're gonna place your trust somewhere. Come on. And see, you place it in me because when I let you do it, otherwise, you've always placed it in you when you walked away. Mm-hmm. So so wait, you have proven to me what you going to do, and now you're beginning to even see mm-hmm. you proving it to yourself. Mm-hmm. So now let's try my I leave way. you with your thoughts, too, because guess what? You you are back over all this. Ooh, 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 ooh. I, I, yeah, I mm. leave you with your thoughts about it. Mm. And if you want to continue to go on down that path, I'm going to allow you. That's why he walks mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm. Mm. But it, it, but the, but it puts us in a place of uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. Uh, we relying on me instead of self. And and, and and see that's what we that's a struggle and that's, that, and that's why we got to be real with this thing. It's a struggle. It's hard. And if not, just because of the fact that your flesh is going to rear up because it is not in control because that's the nature of the flesh. So if nothing else, just because your flesh rears up, there's the struggle. Mm-hmm. 
See, now that's why it's important to understand the nature of the spirit, the nature of the soul, the nature of the body. You know, and I talked about this Sunday, and I, I say Sunday was interesting to me because, look, I was just getting much revelation out of it as y'all were. I was like, oh, that's good, Lord. <laughs> but, but what came out was Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. In his humanity, he didn't want to do it. In his humanity, he was scared. Humanity, he was crying. I, I, I don't want this. He got drops of blood and sweat coming out of his foot. All that was in his humanity. But what did he say? He let his and rise up and take over and said, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. And that nevertheless, which is the choice that he had to make. And it's the same way, even in a very uncomfortable situation and circumstance, when you make the choice, to stand by God and his word. Mm. You know what? And I got, I got to say this because you know what I'm talking about in that, my situations I was dealing with. Over, I am so thankful that I ended that, that discussion on the word of God. Mm. I, I mean, and it keeps coming because it was not my, it was not, it was not my, I, I, I just said, you know what? I need to end this. I, I prayed about it. I need to, and then as I started writing that, that's what came out of me. And I'm so thankful because what that did, that I'm done. This is what he said. I'm trusting him. I'm through. But what I'm finding is that also was a choice. And just as Jesus made that choice in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he walked out there and the enemy approached him, he took a step forward. The whole army fell back. Mm-hmm. Because he made a choice, he now was empowered by the anointing of Christ. And the difficult, and the, the hard, the uncomfortableness, you make that choice to let God be God, and you stand by in him and through him, and he will move on your behalf. And it, I mean, I do. I, live, I mean, it's funny because I'm laughing. To, I, I feel so free because I didn't think of that, but I'm so glad that I did. Hindsight is 27. Oh, Jesus. I see that. But that's being led by the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And, and what he but, told me, he just said, it's already provided for. I said, you know what, God? Thank you. He, he said, it's already provided for, even quicker, because of what, what you did in the way. I said, well, praise God. And you know what? I'm going to get up and move like he said. Now, I'm not going to sit back and twiddle my thumbs. And Now, I'm going to get up and, you okay, you wake me up, Lord. It's time to fight. Let's do this. might take me a minute to get to that proper mindset, but I'm trusting and believe. Bring the harvest. Bring the provision. Now, give me, now, what I say, how are we doing this? Okay, Lord, you said that you provide me. Now, give me your wisdom. Lord, what's the path? Lord, how do I? See, that's what I mean. How are we doing this? So now I'm leaning on him. I'm seeking him. I'm allowing him to be God and to talk to me. I'm not even trying to do things in the manner that I did them before because I'm trying to walk in his wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And it's an interesting journey. Got more peace. The effectiveness is even greater. <laughs> Perfect example, me and... um. I needed to help Gerard move some stuff on Saturday. 
And I ain't got no vehicle. And I said, okay, Lord, I, I, that night I said, I'll leave it alone. Because I, I, I ain't got no vehicle. I, I got all still. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, okay, Lord. I see. You know, I, I, I'm, look, it ain't happening today. I leave it alone. I woke up in the morning. <sighs> you know what? Let me see. I could do this. God, okay, I, I think I need to do this. Yeah, okay. I'm hearing from the Lord. Yeah, I need to do this. Lord, how can this be done? Da, da, yeah, okay. They, every, if we do it this manner, then all stuff can work together. So now, this particular thing we needed to do, they were looking to have like about four or five people because it was just kind of there. So I'm getting better at this. Uh, you know, walk in there, just kind of stand, kind of look, observe, look. All this time, I'm just like downloading in my spirit. I might pray a little. I, you know, just, just, just kind of there. And now let's do this. Long story short, me and Ben did, and by the time he got there in a couple hours, we had already been done what he was looking to having five people to do. He came there like, really? Y'all done already? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Then my ride came. so I, I, My schedule was good. I got in. I accomplished what needed to be done by the leadership of the Holy Spirit. It only took two of us. We did it in an effective way, and I still was on schedule to do the other thing that I needed to do. But, see, that was because I heard God when he woke me up that morning and said, you need to go over there and help out and do this. And I said, okay. See, that's what I'm talking about. How are you doing this? You know, again, just leaning on the Lord, letting him guide, letting him, you know, and, and trusting him. <sighs> I ain't reading nothing else just in case y'all wanted to know. Why are you scared? You scared? You scared? Hmm? You scared? Hmm. Hmm. I got works to do. I got works to do, money to raise. I got I got things I got to handle. I'm done. Y'all, look, y'all got enough meat. <laughs> I'm give y'all a healthy serving. Because other than that, it's just putting it on your plate. You're going to scrape it in the garbage and then and all. Eat what you got. Yeah, if you want some more, get on the line tomorrow. It'll be here. Anybody got anything? Mm-mm. No, no. I'm a, what, you scared? <laughs> going once, going twice, going three times. I got an apple downstairs. Time for prayer requests. Who wants prayer? I do. All righty. So have you officially transferred yet? Transferred what? To your new position. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have. Okay. 
I wasn't being a smart butt yet this time. Yeah. <laughs> I tell by your tone. Transfer it. What, what you trying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Things are moving. I don't really know what it is that my brother is needing. You don't know what? My brother is in Carlos. Oh, why? What's going on? Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but um, he looks forward to our our conversation, so I'm going to have to make it a point that I communicate with him more regularly. Mm. Um, he even called me after I talked after I talked to you Sunday. Okay. On his way to church, and he called me. He said, "Well, I know you're going to preach this morning. I just called." I said, "Okay, man." So I will say, you know, he's been he's um, you know, supportive and encouraging. Okay. that. Mm, mm. So he's accepting of whatever he you you're not quite sure, but you're noticing something, mm-hmm. and, and and you know it's beyond just a general conversation, right? Because he's not you know he's not challenging me on anything like you know I would say my father. I was gonna go there, but he beat me to the. You know, he doesn't even seem to be unsure. Mm. You know about what I'm doing. He's just, you know, very encouraging, and um, you know, interesting. So, so, what about uh, Tony? Um, he's moving as well. I said some, we had conversation. Um, just general conversation, of course, about him. <laughs> well, and he, um, that's understandable. <laughs> And what he said to me in our conversation was, um, <clears throat> I, I told him along the line that um, I said I'm. I said I don't. I forgot specifically, but it was something along the line of me acknowledging to him that. I'm at a place in my life now that I realize, and it has a lot to do with the reading today, that as much as it is uncomfortable, I'm at a point to where I have to appreciate what I've gone through, that, you know, I wasn't in my mother's house at the age of 16 and 17, and that I have the experiences that I have with my father, I said, because it has taught me to have a strength that I have now that um, it freed me from living my life according to how they want me to live it. 
I said oftentimes our parents have such a big influence on us and they encourage us to do things um, that they deem appropriate or they deem best because they all, well, I don't think you should. Well, I don't think you should. Well, this should be the better path for you. And I said, now, if I go back and look at while I was going through the experiences, how I felt, it wasn't all that comfortable. But it put me in the place now that I have to make decisions that even though they don't agree with them, I have to start walking out on the faith of God and on God's word as opposed to theirs because as a parent, we're always very protective and covering. And we want to keep our children in a safe place without trying or attempting things. And I said, and that's what happened with um, Mary and Jesus. When he ran off, you know, when they went to um, Jerusalem for the Passover, and he was in the, um, you know, he was teaching and, well, under the teaching and teaching those scholars. And his, you know, parents lost him. And they were like, where are you? Because they were in a frantic. But he already knew what his purpose was. And so he was going, as he said, I'm, you know, going about my father's business, not necessarily knowing what my purpose was at that time, but knowing where I am now. I see the benefit of my character. I see the benefit of my personality. I even see my my strength, where it comes from, because those things molded me to be where I am. And I had we had that conversation. And so whatever it is I was talking about me that I said, he just, he told me then, he said, you know what? He said, I, he said, I thank God that you said that. He said, how, you know, whatever it is that you said, I get it. He said, whatever it is that I have not, you know, that I've chosen not to look at or turn my head from, whatever it is I close my eyes to, he said, now I get it. And he said, so I I know from this point, those things that I did to hinder myself, I will no longer do. He said, so it was, he said, and you may have said something like this to me before, and for whatever reason, me just really thought I'm dealing with, he said, I get it. I see it. Okay, well, I guess the light bulb went off, so all I could say is amen. He didn't expound on the specifics. I just let it be what it is. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel. Mm-hmm. I tell you, that's all I can say. Yep. I tell that's you. all I. That's all I was able to say. I just said okay. You know, me and Gully talked about um, you know, and it's it's just really just <laughs> proving itself to even be so much more <laughs> beyond whereas before. 
made the statement that most children of God, their biggest struggle is in the financial arena and in the health arena, and that's where a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. and he was saying that um, right now, I think he might even say you and him have talked about this, that, you know, it's evident that for me, I'm beginning to come out of that financial arena, even though it's mounting up more, but I'm seeing God providing more. But what's also evident is now I'm seeing more of a governing and managing and organizing and putting out fires on on a, such another level that is beyond just me. That I got to, you know, get get this, keep this together. While I'm trying to keep this together, something's going on over here, trying to keep that together. Something's going on. And but all the time I gotta govern the whole thing and let God govern me how to govern it. Right. Right. Just, just. And and that's what got me back when you were talking about I appreciate because <laughs> all of that that has got me to this point that I can even see it. Because I be cussing and everything else about right now. I you know now, I, 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 what I'm finding myself is I'm just more, I just, even to the point that uh, Mr. Mr. Welton, who's so special, I'm just, sometimes just quiet. Just, well, you know, he, he don't know, he don't understand peace, stillness. What's wrong, what's wrong? But I'm quiet because I'm pondering, I'm thinking, I'm hearing, I'm, you know, I be here, but I'm like you now. I'm down the street. <laughs> trying to, how this is gonna work or whatever, and it just and that that's that responding rather than reacting. It's 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 just it's uh. That's all I got to say. Is, uh, Anyway, you say you want to pray? Yeah, yeah. Look, that's why I say, okay, boy, I tell you. Uh, let me uh, pray for the sharing. Yes, Father God, we praise our name. We glorify you. That's the cheering. 
Business entity jobs, the combos, what we got, what we got, what we got. Um, children, be, okay, let's pray for Carlos. So, what you were saying about your brother is true. Just allow that to be the doorway to lead him into the uh, deeper things. Allow that to be the doorway that you plant seed, that you water, whatever you're led to do, that it will help him transition into deeper things. 
sometimes purposely say something to startle him, to make him stop. In other words, you hear you 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 hear the Lord telling you to say something, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he might not be ready, he might not receive it. You say it anyway, or you do it anyway, or even in the way that you present it, because because again, you got he has to come from what he's used to and what he's familiar with. He's got to come out of the norm. He's got to transition from where he is to where God needs him to be, and God, again, that's your assignment. So since that's your assignment, then you got to use your skill set that God has given you to help him get where he needs to be, Epod. That's your business and your assignment. So now you move in your giftings and anointings on your mission to get him from point A to point Z. So that he can begin to fully flow in the capacity that God needs him to flow. In Jesus' name I pray, man. Let's get Kenny. Kenny Carlos. Let's get Smith. He's just stuck. Oh, I see that though. Wow. Mm. Uh, you, you hear me, woman? Reese. I hear you. Okay. So, like I said, they're all interwoven. So what's going to happen as you're dealing with your father, deal with him however you feel led to deal with him. Okay, perfect, Lord, yes. Just like I said with your brother, that there might be times that you might need to startle or challenge or whatever to get him to get him in another place. Well, with your father, you just kind of leave him alone. You drop seed. You do whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do. But you just, you know, you just be, let that gentleness be there more so with your father. Because what's going to happen is when your father sees a transition in your brother, then your brother begin to download to your father and then he finally figures out how your brother gets to wait. Then your father is going to begin to adjust. <laughs> after he goes through, after he goes through, like Gully said, standing there left by himself, God, look, I was trying to tell you all the time, you're going to come up here what? So that's going to get your father where he needs to be because he's going to see your brother readily moving there and already have. So, like I said, so with your brother, yeah, you challenge, you do, do be led. Both of them, you be led by God, but but you understand what I'm saying. Let your father, because he's not going to accept it from you. He's not going to see it in you. He's going to only see it in you after he sees it in your brother, who's going to say, well, this is where I got, that's how I got to this point. That's why he's last on the list. 
That's why he's lasting that chain. You know, I tell you how you're bringing him up, pulling him up, as because tradition, self-righteousness. Oh, my God, he got a huge spirit of religion on him. Oh, my God. woo Wow. Mm, that's scary. Who is this? Which brother is this? Spirit of religion, a religious spirit. Sadducees and the fair, that's so huge in him, you can see, and just, oh, see, that, mm. I was asking which brother. No, I'm talking about your father has a spirit mm. of religion. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay, sorry. And Gully just confirmed. <laughs> okay. He, he got, and, and that's, again, why you can't, you can't. That religion, because it's not just his mindset is is deeply rooted and empowered mm-hmm. by something else that he wouldn't even understand mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. But now, oh, just I as know, I, I said, you deal with him gently, but you pray for him fervently. Mm-hmm. See, see, well, see, oh, yeah. all your stuff is just so similar. Because I'm about to go to your church situation, how we talked about, you know, mm-hmm. in the spiritual arena, we're going to stand the gap and pray for them. But now how you deal with them is a little different. In the spiritual arena, it's, it's making a difference. But, you know, it's manifesting slowly in the leadership. But we still have to stand the gap for them. Mm-hmm. I'm done with you, woman. Uh, I might as well pray for your church. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's sad, but you can't be down with me just yet. So I know you probably want to be, but I got you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Lord, let me lift up. <laughs> Reese. Reese. Yeah. Uh, don't be afraid of the greater call that God has just put on your life. Really? <laughs> You're called to be a bridge. Those gaps that you see, you're called to bridge those together. And I hear you saying, I don't want to do that. I'm really saying for real. That's what I'm really saying. That's exactly what you mean, mean, I don't want to do it. (laughs) Because for real means questioning God, why me? And I really don't want to do that. I'm in there making, I'm in there heating up some sausage. I ain't hear what y'all saying. God's dropping it. Be afraid of the call that he's just put on your life. You're the bridge that's going to close some gaps. And you don't want to do it. He's going to reveal them to you rather quick. No, 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 no. He's already revealed them to you. And you said, why don't you do something about this, Lord? And he said, because you're supposed to do something about it. And you power to do it. And you wanted to come somewhere else. But you want to sit back and look at how God's going to do it, and he's looking to see how you're going to do it. Hmm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> he 
going back to cook his sausage. Okay. Hey, Mm, you're fine, ma. Father God. Hello? Yep. I need prayer. You need prayer? Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. No problem. You want Erica to pray for you or me? Doesn't matter. Okay. Erica, you want to pray for How about both? Nothing wrong with that. Go for it. You start off. You want me to start off? Yes. Okay. Father God, Rumbo If you will shift your perspective. Oh, the movie I look to called Vantage Point. Shift the way that you see things that will keep keep you in a better position of peace. Now, what do I mean? Instead of looking at the people that's causing disruption and and disturbances that's agitating, getting on your nerves, Begin to understand that it's, it's beyond that, that it's a spirit that God has allowed to put you in that position where you're going to feel anxious, pissed, mad, etc. It's a spirit that God has allowed to pull you out of you. And it's a twofold thing to pull you out of you. But you recognize, yeah, you're all these things, and then you got and all the way for you to get out of it is that you're going to have to tap into God. So it means you got to decrease and He can increase. So if you will begin to get that in perspective that God is using that as a training mechanism to get you prepared for where he's taking you, then that will help to keep you in a better place of peace. But if you keep looking at the people and the job and this and another, you're going to stay frustrated and aggravated. So then you're going to lose on two counts. You're going to lose because now you're going to be pissed, mad, frustrated, and aggravated, and you're also going to miss the lesson. So allow the Holy Spirit to change your perspective, your vantage point, so you can begin to see as he sees you, as he sees, and that you recognize he's using this as a training mechanism to get you where you need to be. So then now what you can begin to ask is, God, give me the strength to endure. Now, what did I talk about on the line on Sunday, those, those, those fruits? Get into the Bible and Galatians and find out what those fruits are and begin to eat on those fruits. All of the fruits are available to you. Matter of fact, maybe when you wake up in the morning, you start quoting us at Galatians. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I think it's Galatians. Yes, 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 Father. Yes, 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 Father. 
Strengthen all might through God. Those fruits, patience, long-suffering, joyfulness, those fruits, meekness, temperance, those fruits, all of those Galatians should have gone to the God of the God, should have gone to the God, should have gone to the knowledge will all wisdom and spiritual understanding. You might walk not, why should I, no, that's not what I want. That's what I want Galatians. Anyway, I can, I'll text it to you. But you find those fruits, you wake up in the morning, you confess that over your life, and you begin to say, Lord, grow me up in that. Grow me up in that. And then you'll be finding the strength to endure. You'll find the peace to walk. And then you might even get to the point like Paul that you pleasure in it. But right now you need to walk in it. It is Galatians 5 and 22. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such. Confess that over your life every day. Galatians 5, 22 through 24. If you do that, you're going to be eating and giving your spirit man that which is needed so that your spirit man can rise up and take control and position you and keep you as God has ordained. In the name I pray, amen. The first thing that I see is um, like a swirl and when I see, you know, like a um, something that swirls and it sort of has that little teardrop type of effect. If you can think of hair and, you know, they do like a Shirley Temple curl and it just swirls and then it, you know, comes downward, it spirals downward. It's like um, something that I see in perfection, you know, that it has to look a certain way, it has to flow a certain way. And what that and and I guess I pretty much said it is that um, there is a a regiment about you. Things have to be a certain way. They have to, you know, be uh, perfect according to your perspective or your purview of perfection. And that that perfected way has put you in alignment with, well, the perfected way is to protect you. And so you have this structure, this regimen about you that things have to be very uh, precise. They have to be in accordance to how you want them because if it is not, you one, you don't like it. You get upset, you get angry about it. But you get angry because it 
affects your vulnerabilities. It affects those things that are close to your heart. And that's why you're regimented. That's why you're regimented and even rugged to a degree because you're trying to keep certain things in its place. And that's that that regimen and that structure sort of puts that fine line between you and God, but that that's where the fine line should not be. You can draw a fine line between you and man, but the fine line that you have drawn, which you think it's from man to protect you, it also is a fine line between you and God. And so it's just like when you're drawing a line in the sand and, you know, you either use your feet or your hand to erase that line, you have to erase that line that will alleviate that separation between you and God. Amen. Amen. Is that Dora? That is. Okay. Because I, I promise you, I didn't. I was like, I don't know who that is. Because I don't know your voice <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> it's me. Wait, 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 wait. What, what, what's that? I think that uh, that she said you. Well, you gotta have everything in order. Mm-hmm. And that, it's uh, in her order, her order. Well, that that they um, but they got a name for it, and she because she said it when we was down there. You know, it, how everything has to be right in place. Mm-hmm. I can't think. Like I remember Jennifer Garner on on uh, Electra. She came in and she put everything right back in place. What OCD? There you go. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you go. Compulsive disorder. Yep. It's OCD, but it's how I was raised, and this, those type of qualities have never left me, and it's been working for me all my life. So, I mean, that's just how it is with me. Well, dear, I'm, I'm a helpful hint. It hasn't been working for you. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to shut up. And so what it is, because, see, when, we, when you say OCD, you're looking at it in matters of uh, doing things you know, about how you get up, you know, like you have to be scheduled and regimented to make sure you're on time for work and make sure that whatever it is that you schedule for you to do is done. And what we're saying is the OCD that you're exemplifying, that's how I, I, and I guess that's exactly why I had that look um, bad. Uh, um that when I had the vision of a curl or a swirl is because it has to be in perfection. And sometimes you need to have a wild hair because the only perfection there is is in the body of Christ. And the thing is, you have your OCD in the spirit. And see, when you – let me see how – OCD, uh, in layman's terms, is a way that you do things to make sure that you stay intact and in line. 
but it also builds a structure of building walls to separate and divide. And the OCD that is that you have a spiritual OCD that draws a line between you and God. See, you don't like things to be in disarray. And your OCD, your OCD is telling God you like things in a certain order. And God is telling you that only order matters is his. So your order is not in line with God's order. And that's where the separation of the OCD is. And what we have to learn is, like I said, where that fine line, like if you draw it in the sand, you have to erase that spiritually because there is no place where there is no place for OCD in the spirit when it separates you from the body of Christ. And what it's really saying is that you have a fine line that you're only going to allow yourself to go so far when it comes to Jesus Christ. But God is telling you he defies all that that you, that you, you know, done. He defies any type of disorder. So the the um, obsessive compulsive disorder is in the spirit, and that's where it does not need to be. So it's like you have a regiment. It's almost it's, it's comparable to you putting God on a regiment. Well, God, I need you to do this at this time, and I need you to do it this way. And he said there's no rhyme or reason as to how he's going to bless you. He will bless you according to him and his word and his will. And it's not always that you're going to be in a mental position of readiness. You can't prepare yourself for the blessings that God has for you. And that's what OCD does. You put yourself in a position of readiness or you put things in a position where you can suitably work with them and around them. And if it is too much disarray, you will walk away. And if there's too much disarray in the spirit, you will walk away. But the disarray is through man's eyes and it's not through your spiritual eyes. Does that make sense? It does. Because let me, and let me give another example. You know, we there's a old there's some old songs that have the verbiage in it. He may not come when you want him, but he's there right on time. OCD means that things are put in a place the way you want them, and things happen how you want them, when you want them to happen. And if it doesn't happen within your scheduled time, you choose not to be flexible for it. But the body of Christ is all about flexibility because he comes right on time, which means when he wants to, not when you want him to.
And so that that's why I had the vision of a curl or a swirl and that it is swirled perfectly. That it's no bend in it, no anything, because there are some things. And there should be some things that we shouldn't bend or be flexible about. But where yours is is where it should not be. The defined line should be drawn uh, between you, the people, and the things that um, that separate you or keep you keep that distance between you and the body of Christ. But there should not be any separation in the body of Christ at all between you and God. There should should be none. So you don't give him the schedule of what time to come, when he should come, because you got to go. You need to be at this meeting. If he decides to show up while you're at the meeting, or if he decides to show up before it's time for you to get up, or whatever that regimen you have, then your spirit should be open and receptive to however he shows up. Amen. like you need to have a wild hair in Christ, basically. Good question. You got you know what? Carlos and, and Smith. Yeah. Let me pray for you. Oh, wow. Make sure you get Kenny and Tommy too. 
And if you're going to dig a hole, then you need to dig it. Well, this is the thing. Mm. They got, they got, who's that, uh, one of the, I think, either the armed services or some kind of sports commercial or something. Uh, but the, they got a saying, see the fear and do it anyway. And what I hear is God has you in a position where you will see and be fearful of whatever. <laughs> and you want the fear to leave. God says, no, just do it anyway. God, I'm scared. That's fine. Just do it anyway. God, I don't understand. You just do it. Part of that, that's, oh, Jesus. That's part of the reason why you have gotten in your head so much that is a pattern because it's a place where fear dwells because now I can lay out all these things and I don't have to, I can figure that's just an element of fear, like a byproduct of fear. So the gifting is the discernment, the humanness is the fear. Because it all is, resides in your head. Oh, Jesus. Oh, So now, <laughs> God is saying, yeah, the fear is there, but let my spirit override and take you to where I need you to be. Yeah, you might not understand it, but I'm not going to even remove the fear. I'm going to just let faith rise up even more so and let it displace that and, and empower you. Let let it do that. See, you want, and that's what we do when we pray. We want we want to pray and things to get better. God said, no, nah, it ain't going to get no better. You're just going to be capable of dealing with it. So the fear ain't going nowhere, but the faith will rise up to help you deal with the fear, to help come the fear, to help you to... Get up out of the way. I got to do it anyway. That's what's going to happen. So don't sit back and wait for fear to move. And then you move? No. No. Even though it's like, and the, this is a funny thing, the more that you get closer to step out to do it, the louder it's going to raise its voice and scream. Look at it. You smile. And you press. That's the way that you will overcome it. Until it gets to the point that figure, Lord, I'm about tired of this. I'm not wasting my time no more. Then he will leave because, see, the fear I'm talking about is the spirit of fear. That's what's, it's not a strong man, but that's one of the, the byproducts that's been residing with you for a while. So until you outgrow it, to the point that he has no more no more strength in you, you're going to have to deal with it. And the way to totally get rid of him is to outpace him, outwork him, outstrengthen him by using the anointing, strength, and the giftings of God. In Jesus' name I pray. That's something you didn't want to hear.
I just needed you to have something to give you a little strength. <sighs> right now, really. You better be glad you're in Chicago because I'll come home straight and kick you. I do that on my lunch break today. Be grateful, baby. I'm grateful it's 14 hours for you to get here if you drive.
That's it, baby. That's all that's on the line now. Yeah. What's for me? 7 o'clock anyway after 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. All right. Anybody else want prayer going once? Anybody else want prayer going twice? Anybody else want prayer going three times? Don't get up, Smokey. Pray for me and we'll get out of here. Shara so kushira, the kelimi kushira. It's like I see colors of uh, beige and white. Kesha sara mahoshire kesi tere he shara. So kushira mehe shara. So toro mahoshara kashi tere. So toro mahoshara kasha. So kushire hasa hasi lehe. Toro mahoshara kashi le. So tara mahoshire. And so that that is uh indicated that you're wake um uh, working your way um out of um I guess you know, in a sense, it's comparable because I, I don't want to say that you're in darkness, but you know how you work your way out of situations and things, you know, while you're in the midst of whatever it is, things appear to be sort of uh, dark and gloomy. And so the fact that the the um, it's indicating that you're moving from what is um, sort of a dreariness Moving into the light, so it's your process, not your process, but your path um, being made uh, clearer. The, the, I guess the, the beige or was an indication of your vision not being clear, and so you're able to see things. Um, the brighter side of things, the God's perfect um, work in how he's telling you to address things and do things. And that's indeed, it's also in um, your works as well as in conversation. And so working past the gloominess of whatever your, you know, whatever you you presumed it would be, which is the reason why you didn't want to do it. And so your the color scheme is changing. So your you know your travel your course is being made lighter because you're you're seeking God and through your excuse me through the deed as He's directing you your vision your viewpoint is becoming clearer. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.
Talk to y'all later. Bye. Good morning.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.